the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. And, you know, on this fine Saturday, I want to take a little bit of time and I want to reach out and and lift up our number one fan. I don't know if those of you out there know this or not, but Saul Naiman, a very close personal friend of mine, is in the hospital. So we're going to dedicate this, this whole show to Saul Naiman because he is the number one fan. He was the first fan. Hope he's not the last fan, but he's the first fan. He's not feeling well. So, hey, Pops, this is for you. Hope you have a great day and a great show, and uh, we're going to move on from here. And what's better about being in Southern California with a little bit of air pollution called forest fires everywhere, um, at least we're not in Chicago, because although we might be burning down, they're burning down the house. Uh, Joining me on this show, I have Richard from Cross Army. Richard, did you happen to hear that last week? 72 people were shot in the gun control capital of the world, Chicago, Illinois. Well, I think that was a four-day weekend, wasn't it, Philip? I don't think they I don't think it took them a whole week to kill 71 people. Well, they're kind of lazy. They may have had to take four days to do that, but, you know, it's, it, it, they must be union. They had a lot of break time in there. But 72 people shot where they have radical gun control. So what what is that telling us, folks, right off the bat there? It's telling us, number one, that... Only law-abiding citizens follow the laws. And when it comes to murders, assaults, rapes, everything else that's bad, it's the criminals, stupid. If we instituted criminal control, not gun control, we'd have a much safer place. Chicago would be a nice place to go. Matter of fact, I'm supposed to go there for a national conference next year, so we'll see if they get it cleaned up by then. But um, 72 people shot on a four-day weekend when... Guns are basically illegal in that area. It's the criminals, stupid. That's where we have to keep kicking it back to. We need higher higher um, penalties for anybody with the misuse of a violent use of a firearm and keep these maggots in jail. There is no reason we should have these predators on our streets. We have a small subset of the population committing the vast majority of all crimes. They simply need to be locked up. Forever is good enough for me. Richard, how about you? Yeah, it, it, it seems that uh, all of the compliance laws in the world uh, uh, don't dissuade the guy that's intent on using his gun to, to commit a crime. Because uh, it's a self-regulatory. Okay. You have to agree to abide by the laws. That's how laws work. Yeah. Anyway, we've we've punched that around about a thousand times, uh, maybe a thousand times a month on this show, <laughs> trying to get the legislators to point out that it's the penalties that matter when you're dealing with criminals, not the laws for ownership, 
where good people have those issues. In, in uh, Excremento, California, our state legislature is insane. We all know that. They come up with law after law trying to restrict the gun owner from legally owning any firearms, but specifically semi-automatic rifles, semi-automatic pistols, what they consider high capacity or the rest of the world considers standard capacity magazines. And here today, I have Richard from Cross Armory. Cross Armory is down there in Carlsbad, California. You can find them... Um, Find them online at CrossArmory.com. They're also on Facebook at CrossArmory or Instagram, oddly enough, under CrossArmory. Or even on YouTube, they have a CrossArmory channel. But CrossArmory, Richard and his group are a bunch of engineers, and they've set up an engineering and design firm to help gun owners in the People's Republic of Occupied California to comply with these regulations that Excremento keeps putting down on us. Is that about right, Richard? Yeah, that is right. We we launched the company at SHOT Show in 2017. So so winding the clock back a a few months from there, Jerry Brown signed the the new AR law on July 1st, 2016. And uh, my, my business partner and genius inventor, Wes, um, was talking to some gun owning buddies, and they, they they said, "Hey, can you come up with something and uh, that will help us comply with the law without ruining our guns?" And, and so Wes spent a few months at that, and, and we had products to show at uh, as at Shot Show in 2017. And then uh, then I hit the road and started showing them to all the the gun stores, um, and uh, so we are in. Uh, most of the gun stores of any size in California, and with a bunch of online retailers uh, as well, and we sell direct online, um, it, it's been a gas. Um, you know, the products have done very well. The, the, the gun owners love them. Uh, we think it's the, the best, fastest solution you can, you can put on your AR to comply with the law. And that's the thing that I've noticed, too. I mean... There's always a knucklehead in the group, but the vast majority of all gun owners don't want to be illegal, right? We want to own an AR-15, an AR-10, an M1A, whatever it is. We want to be able to own them because we're not criminals. But the last thing we want to do is have some, you know, to to forget to grind off the bayonet lug on an on a you know type A2. Uh, front end and go to jail for that because it's considered an assault weapon on a bayonet lug on a uh, AR-15. It's ridiculous that the hoops that they have to jump through and the people I know, I get these calls all the time. What do I have to do to fix my AR? How can I make this legal? And there's been so many things up in the air, you know, what if I did this? What if I did that? And then there's another law or there's a regulation coming down through California DOJ. But with your solutions, you have letters uh, of acceptance on these? Uh, no, we don't. Um, we talked to our lawyers about going up to Sacramento and meeting with DOJ, but um, they say explicitly the state is not going to approve any products. Um, there, there's no process for an approval. Uh, so you know, we've spent time with, with lawyers uh, going over the exact language of the law, and okay. the regulations and uh, and our products 
match exactly what the regulations say to be a fixed magazine gun, which is one of the uh, one of the ways you can comply. Um, the other thing is that uh, is we we have most of our dealers have uh, a demo rifle set up equipped with our solution that they can show their customers and. Uh, and a bunch of these guys have told me the the DOJ reps that inspect the stores have been through, seen the guns, they've shown how it how it works, and uh, and have said, yep, yeah, you know, looks like it looks good, and that that looks like it complies with the law. So, you know, the gun stores are confident that it complies, and uh, and DOJ agents have seen it and and have said it complies. Uh, unfortunately. Despite all that, the state's not going to give us any sort of a letter. Yeah, there's, so there's no process for approval. Now, that shouldn't surprise anybody, and I wanted to just bring that point out there. It shouldn't surprise anybody. We just had the registration, I think June 30th, for AR-15s. Uh, if you wanted to keep it as an assault rifle or the assault rifle configuration, according to Excremento, I believe in this state, the numbers that I heard were 13,000 were registered. And they're thinking there's upwards of nearly three quarters of a million AR-15s, <laughs> and then there was an additional fifty-something thousand that tried to register but couldn't because the system crashed. I mean, is that those are the numbers you kind of heard too, Richard? Yeah, it's, it's something about it. Although, although I think you have undershot the total number um, of, of ARs in California. The Firearms Policy Coalition recently put out a, an infographic where they published that 1.3 million ARs have been sold in California since 2000. And, uh, I know, but I, course, I, didn't, I didn't want to tell anybody that. Cause I know, you know. <laughs> well, in addition, you know, how many, how many 80% lowers were sold? None, and, those are ghosts. Uh, they don't even exist. Yeah, they don't exist, right? Yeah. So, you, you know, there's, uh, as, as you noted, you know, 65, 70,000 people, have either registered or attempted to register, and uh, and there's something on the order of a million and a half ARs in the state, and all those other people have decided they're going to comply uh, without registering. Exactly. They're all complying without <clears throat> registering. So once again, the registration thing, I mean, everybody knows your registration is the first step in confiscation. Now, how do they know that they sold 1.3 million? Well, because the ATF knows how many firearm receivers were created. Then they can tell how many were sent to dealers. And those dealers could say, well, we sent 1,000 of them to Turner's and 2,000 of them to Bullseye Sports. And so they know the numbers. You know, there's, we have backdoor firearm registration. If, if a gun is found at a crime scene, they go to the manufacturer, who goes to the distributor, who goes to the gun store, who finds the last legal owner. And, you know, it's not hard to, to do that. So we do have a, a form of gun registration right now. This, this overt thing from Excremento is just, they're just trying to make it harder on people so they can increase your costs of gun ownership and make you willfully drop that. But hey, it's your Second Amendment right, and we're here to support it. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio, here with Richard from Cross Armory. You can check them out over at CrossArmory.com, and we'll be right back with some more stuff. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. And you know there are conversations going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, and that are afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been the Firing Line's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you, but then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Now, after you purchase that firearm of your dreams, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential for the safe and efficient use of your firearm. Now, for more information on their certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. That should be number two on your speed dial right now. Visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Folks, I want to welcome back Richard from Cross Armory, crossarmory.com, down there in Carlsbad, near San Diego. So if you want to beat the heat, this is August, all right? August sucks. It's in the Inland Empire, Southern California, August sucks. I, I wish we could skip the entire month. But since we're here in August, you might as well go to Carlsbad where they have some awesome weather and check out Cross Armory. He's got all the stuff there, right? Uh, yeah, we... we uh... We're not actually a gun store, but we, we are an office. We have all the products here, and we can sell them uh, out of our shop. Okay. So I'm just saying, if you're going to get out of the heat, head on down. To grab the longboard, go to Carlsbad, surf Lucadia, buy some Mayara parts. It's a great day. 
and I, and I can't even surf. Okay, so <laughs> Richard, let's lift up this part here about what exactly are the regulations that we have to comply with as an AR-15 owner? Well, there's the, the state initially said there's three ways that you can make your gun compliant. Um, you can register it, at least you could, up until June 30th. Now it's turn it in. Uh, it, it, or you have to convert the gun. And you convert the gun um, uh, either by making it featureless or uh, by making it what the, the law defines as a fixed magazine rifle. And uh, either one is equally compliant. Of course, we're past June 30th now, so it's no longer possible to register. You must convert your gun if you haven't already. Um, the Cross Armory solution uh, is a fixed magazine solution. So let me, let me go back over this. The three, the three options you have were to register it, make it a fixed, or make it featureless. That's correct, yeah. Right, okay. And, uh, and so the cross-armory solution creates a fixed magazine gun, and uh, we do that with uh, principally with our Safe Mag line of products, um, and we have them for both AR-15s and AR-10s, and, and the Safe Mag product replaces your magazine release bar, um, and when the gun is assembled, when the gun is closed, uh, it does not allow you to remove the magazine. So the, a fixed magazine gun, the regulations say you must disassemble the firearm action. And those are the exact words in the, in the regulations uh, in order to release the magazine. So you have to remove your rear pin, open the, uh, the, the receivers uh, in order to get to the magazine and safe mag holds the magazine in the well until you've opened the receivers. Once you do that, um, the safe mag is designed to automatically release your magazine. So as soon as you separate the receivers, uh, your magazine is released. Uh, you don't have to push any buttons uh, or anything else. Um, the second piece of our solution, uh, which is not technically a compliance device, uh, is the quick pins. And it's probably the, the most popular device. The quick pins replaces your rear takedown pin, and it's a set of pins attached to paddles that you just squeeze the paddles and the receivers uh, break immediately. It so, is the quickest way to separate your receivers. Now, this goes around the buffer tube, right? It goes around the buffer tube and across the top of the lower receiver. So these paddles hang down they're fairly easy to get to for your right index finger and your left and your right thumb, right? To hit on both sides. Yeah, it, it is right above the, the grip. So you're handling, you're, you're hanging onto that pistol grip. When magazine's empty, you, you just pivot your fingers up and squeeze those paddles. And because they've got springs in them, you just pinch them and let them go. And, uh, the receivers break as soon as you uh, as soon as you pinch the paddles, and then the magazine falls. Uh, you just close the upper receiver again, and and again the design of the pins is such that you, you close the receivers and they lock in place. Um, so there's no pushing another pin back in. No uh, aligning no, it. No no worrying no about aligning. aligning and then pushing and messing with it. And yep, 
Yep, you you literally open the gun and close the gun. No loops um, to get snagged on stuff. There is there is nothing. It is it is clean. It is quick and it's easy. And as, as I said, the Safe Mag is designed uh, whether the original Safe Mag for mil spec ARs or the Safe Mag two for non mil spec AR15s or the mil or the Safe Mag 308s for uh, AR10s. Uh, they they all work the same. As soon as you open the receivers, the magazine is released. You close the receivers, and you can slap a new magazine in. Okay. I have a, another idea for a product for you. Um, that would be rubber bumpers for the bottom of magazines because they're all going to be hitting the deck all the time. So <laughs> I think we need a little uh, rubber, rubber plate on the bottom so we don't damage our magazines. We, yeah, we, we've, we've, uh, we've got some ideas on how, how you can do that as well. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, there are sacrifices that we have to make uh, here in deep blue California. And, uh, and, and so if you have to buy a couple extra magazines uh, once a year, you know, that, that's probably not the worst, uh, the, the worst thing that can happen. No, I just don't want to hit my fo- feet, you know, because in California, yeah. we all shoot with flip-flops, right? We don't have... <laughs> Guys wear flip flops everywhere, including the shooting range. You know, it's not like there's hot brass or dirt or rocks or thorns or anything. Just just flip flops are all we need. So we need something to protect yeah. our our tootsies and our California flip flops. Yeah, well, especially down here in Carlsbad by the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have it worse than we do on that one. That's for sure. Okay, so the fixed magazine. So when you have a fixed magazine on this, any mil spec magazine will work. Magpul, hex mag, we're good to go on those. Yeah. Yeah, the, everything will work. Um, the, the, all of the fix, the safe mags uh, do have uh, an adjustment uh, to them, so you can. Uh, we, we usually recommend you know stick with one or two brands of magazines, just because when you're adjusting, it's fairly precise. Um, but uh, but yeah, you can you can make any of your magazines uh, work with with the safe mags it it doesn't make any difference what you're using you know we used uh, hex mags quite a bit out here and one of the things i liked about them the best is they were so easy to take apart and clean because if you're you know if you're running your gun you know you're here it is in california right we got 10 shots fire 10 you got to reload so if you've got a 30 round uh, course of action or if you're just playing around and having a good time you're dropping the mag pretty often and that magazine's going to hit what we don't exactly shoot on nice linoleum floors all the time, right? It's going to shoot dirt. It's going to land in dirt. It's going to land in gravel. It's going to land in grime. And your magazine will just end up sounding like a box of gravel when you depress your follower. So those hex mags, you can drop that bottom plate, clean that sucker out, and it's it's really I found them to be easier than the, than the P mags also. So you can use those for that. Um, when we come back here, we're coming up on a break, but I want to talk about one of the inventions you have, which is called the Pin Pal. I think this is critical when we talk about what kind of metals ARs are made out of. Well, actually, why don't you start with that? You know, is there all AR-15s, AR-10s that I've ever seen are basically made out of pot metal or aluminum. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. The, the receivers uh, on... Uh, I'm not aware of any that aren't uh, aluminum. Exactly. Uh, they're all made from 7075 aluminum. It used to be a Coors and, uh, beer can, and now it's your lower receiver. 
let's let's hope they didn't ruin beer cans to make guns. <laughs> they were empty. They were, the, <laughs> that's that's and, the only. This is the only recycling I approve of. Is if you're taking beer cans and making air receivers out of them, that I can get behind. Yeah, so we. Um, it, it was funny when when I first started going around to the gun stores. You know and, what? I'm going to need showing people. You know, I just wanted to bring that up. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, okay. here, but we're just hitting our, our last segment, so we're going to talk about what your lower receivers made of, why this is a necessary evil, not necessary evil, but a necessary upgrade, and moving forward with that. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. Again, send your prayers for Saul Naiman today. He's our number one fan, so watch it, watch him on that. And check out Richard at CrossArmory.com. We'll be right back. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our website now at firinglineradio.com, but also on our Facebook page. And this is extremely important. That when you go to our Facebook page, which you will find at Firing Line Radio Show, you click this little blue button that says Visit Group. Why is that important? Well, if you've been living under a rock, you wouldn't know this, but Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those people are putting the kibosh on as much Second Amendment and um, conservative talk as possible. The only way you will see what we post is if you join our group. Now, we just gave away, I think, $600 worth of cutting-edge bullet gift certificates, and I just announced those and got those off. When we hit our 2,000th member in the group, we got over, I don't know how many on our regular page, but we need to convert those to our group, I will give away the SKB AR-15 case, which is a beautiful case sitting in my garage waiting for the new owner, but we have to have people join our group so we can get things announced and get them out there to the right people. So check that out. You can also get a hold of Cross Armory. Richard from Cross Armory is my special guest today. Get a hold of them at crossarmory.com. They're down in Carlsbad, but they should be in your local store. If they are not, you need to ask for them. They've got some very, very good quality engineered products that will keep your AR-15 on the right side of the law. So when Johnny Law from uh, Excremento comes down to inspect you, you can kind of laugh and uh, eat a donut in front of him. I think that'd be the most fun thing to do there. How about you, Richard? <laughs> I, 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 think, uh, I think they're all at Starbucks now, not, not the donut shops. You know what? Uh, the the Excremento crowd would be Starbucks. They want a Frappuccino 
See, a yeah. frappuccino with a half a chimichanga, three olives on the side, and a, a quarter of mayo. That's the new uh, well, drink I, that I, they have. I got to I got to I got to stand up for uh for get the law enforcement uh, at least the law enforcement officers that are out there on the streets uh, I know the Carlsbad PD guys uh, a number of them uh, quite a few of them have our products on their ARs um and they are very encouraging uh, of what we're doing here. No, uh, we love we love rank and file. We love rank and file. Yeah. We don't like sheriffs like Gates right? Your sheriff down there. Right. We don't like sheriffs like McDonald here in LA who, who restrict people's rights. The rank and file have been absolutely awesome and supportive. And sometimes I think they have to shake their head at their own leadership. Um, not that they yeah, can because it's paramilitary organization, but uh, they would probably really enjoy having more leeway on what they had to enforce. How's that? Yeah, I, I suspect that there are uh, probably no uh, police officers on the street that, that want to be out trying to figure out whether your AR is compliant when they pull you over. They don't want to see it. <laughs> That's the last thing they want to see. Okay, so uh, when we left this last group, we were talking about, or last section, excuse me, we were talking about AR-15 lower receivers. Now, you know, we've seen this... Uh, We've seen people talk about the ghost gun, about what's a prerequisite and so forth. But your AR-15 lower receiver is milled out of a six-pound piece of aluminum, right? The X-Beer can. It's aluminum. Aluminum is a soft metal. And the AR-15 was never designed to be used in the manner it has to be used now to be compliant in Southern California. Is that correct, Richard? Uh, yeah, that's right. So the, the way... Uh, everybody knows, right, you've got a, a front and a rear takedown pin. Both those pins are steel, and your upper and lower receiver are uh, 7075 aluminum. And, uh, and so, of course, those pins were not intended to be uh, removed and reinserted over and over again. They're not aware of um, Yeah, unless, unless you're cleaning. Uh, now, California, if you're going with a fixed magazine solution, uh, are requiring that you rotate the receivers about that steel pin and and all the load uh, when you're pivoting the receivers is on the front pin. So that front pin um, is connecting obviously the the upper and lower receiver, all of the load is on your upper receiver, the hole in your upper receiver for that pin. And uh, when we first took our prototypes around and, and we had set it up on one of our guns and I'm going around to gun stores and I was probably opening and closing that gun 500 times a day, um, you know, showing it to the gun stores and let them use it. And, uh, and after a couple of months, and I, I, we, we realized that we had a wobble in the gun. I mean, it was walk. It was moving side to side. Well, yeah, and, uh, metal, you know, steel and aluminum are not good friends. That's right. The pin is not going to wear. The steel pin is not going to wear when it's being pivoted on an aluminum receiver, and uh, and so we said, gosh, you know, we we got to figure something out for this because this is going to be a real problem. And uh, so our pin pal product uh, has a steel a steel alloy bearing that is oil infused. Is the company that makes these special bearings, and uh, and the bearing. Uh, presses into the hole on the upper receiver, and then our steel pin now is rotating on that bearing, and and so it completely eliminates the wear on the upper receiver. So I mean, li literally goes from you know a a potentially dangerous situation 
to to a situation where there is zero wear on the receiver in, in the event that anything were to, to go bad, it's going to be that bearing. You know, we'd send you a new one and you can just replace it. Um, we, as I was mentioning to you earlier, Philip, we, there's a gun range in, uh, in the area that uh, had put our solution on their rental ARs. And the, the last time I talked to him about it, it was probably six months or so ago, he said they put more than 50,000 rounds through that rental AR uh, and the, they're still running the exact same equipment. Not many of us will shoot 50,000 rounds. Not this weekend. <laughs> That'd be a good weekend. <laughs> I don't know. My, my finger would cramp. Okay. Um, that's, but this is the, the reason, folks, that we have Cross Armory on the, on the air here today. Is they're an engineering and design firm, right? They take a look at something. Okay, what if? What if this? What affects it? How do they improve it? It's a constant movement all the way down the road. And, and so that pin pal is... It's critical because when I first saw the first solutions about, you know, yanking this piece of paracord on the side and flipping it open and, I don't know, doing a handstand to change your magazine, I just got depressed and took my guns apart and said, that's it, I quit. But I think that um, the more time goes by, the more thought that gets into this, more engineering, you know, there's some really solid solutions for what we have to deal with. And the pin pal should really should have it in your ARs anyway. It's it will illuminate, eliminate any kind of, of wear going forward. So that's, that's a great thing. And you have them for your AR-10s too. Now the back part, the quick pin, you talked about that a little bit before, but this particular piece goes over your rear buffer tube and across the top of your lower receiver, correct? Yeah. And, uh, it, and obviously the, the gun, the buffer tube, is indexed by you know the end plate on your lower receiver. It keeps it from from uh, moving, uh, mm-hmm. spinning, and so we use the existing equipment to index the quick pins. So those those quick pins are perfectly aligned. Once they're installed, um, they, they they can't move because uh, they're fixed to the the buffer tube in the end plate, and uh, and and they just slide straight in and out every time you pinch those pins um that they're locked into place and in fact the the design our pins are a tighter tolerance than a standard steel takedown pin so it's it's an extremely precise uh solution now that would be a problem if you had to pull the pin all the way in and out but here with the pinch it doesn't and 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 with the uh, the beveling on the ends of them yeah. because it's a two piece. It's not one pin goes all the way across, right? It's two pieces that pinch in from the side, correct? That, that, that's right. It's, it's two pins. And, you know, we, we were thinking about it. There's some other solutions like your paracord solutions and things like that. If you're pulling that pin in and out uh, by hand, you're never going to do it straight. straight. It's never going to be perfectly aligned. And, and again, steel pin, aluminum receivers, you're going to open up. That, uh, that that takedown pinhole. It's inevitable. The the quick pins, uh, because it's built into a machined rigid frame, those pins are always going perfectly straight in and out of those holes. So again, in effect, it's, it's almost zero wear on those takedown pinholes. They will not open up because the pins are always moving 
straight in and out of those holes. And the next thing is when you when you open up the rear of your receiver, I mean, if you've got an 18-inch barrel and optics on it and so, so forth, the front of that gun tends to drop straight down. And so then you created something to stop that, right? <laughs> we did. You know, the, the, the customers have been a great source of, of new product ideas. Um, you know, very early on, uh, we had some guys call up and say, hey, man, do you have anything? You know, I keep pinching my my hand yep. when I squeeze those quick pins. Um, and, and so the engineers came up with something we call flop stop. Um, and I'm going to hold you right there because we just hit another break. So we're going to pick okay. it up on flop stop on a, <laughs> with Cross Armory. Richard, thank you. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use-of-force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey, folks, I hope you're being entertained, and I hope that you remember that this is a special show for Saul Naaman. Saul, my dad... I hope you're feeling better, and uh, we'll be down there to see you pretty shortly here. Cross Armory. Cross Armory out of Carlsbad. Um, talking about some of the designs that these guys came up with to keep us compliant here in the People's Republic of Occupied California. Now, you have three choices. Now you only have two because you can't register your AR-15s any longer or AR-10s. You have either become a fixed magazine or a featureless product. So this show, we're talking all about how to become a fixed magazine and how to make that operate for you. Now that's with the use of the safe mag and uh, the quick pins. And then the next thing is the flop stop. Kind of a cute name there. Why don't you tell us about that again, Richard? Yeah. So the, the, as, I, as I mentioned, the, really a, a customer generated idea. A uh, guy said, well, I, I hit those pins and the upper flops forward and, my hand guard pinches my hand uh, between the magwell. And do you, do you have a solution? And so the engineer sat down and came up with the, the flop stop. And it, it mounts to our pin pal. Uh, unfortunately, it won't mount, mount to any standard pin because they're not long enough. And uh, it, it's just a small plastic block that sits between the outside, the front of your magwell, and uh, whatever... Uh, rail or handguard system you've got uh, on your AR, a and it simply prevents the the upper from falling all the way forward, from flopping forward. And depending on the size of your handguard and how you want to adjust it, uh, will allow the gun to open and the receivers to open an inch and a half to maybe you know 
four inches, something like that. Now, how, um, how far does the upper have to open to release the magazine? Um, it, we've, we've engineered this. It's six degrees. Um, but so is that just uh, so you could say six degrees of separation is that uh yeah yeah, yeah that, that actually not is no but it is an important angle because six degrees is also uh the amount that those receivers have to open in order to prevent the gun from firing mm. so you may have seen some of the other pin solutions that uh just allow the gun to open a fraction of an inch um if the gun does not open at least, the receivers do not separate at least six degrees, then if there's a round in the chamber, the gun will still fire. Which would throw and, the uh, bolt receiver back into your face, which would be so much fun. Yeah, yeah, which wouldn't be a good thing to happen, but there's also the question under the law. Um, there was one of the, uh, the well-known gun lawyers in the state recently put out a paper on this, uh, if the the intention of the law is that if you're disassembling the firearm action, which we talked about earlier, that the gun cannot function, you, know, you haven't disassembled the action. Right. If the gun can still function. Right. And uh, and, and so, you know, if it doesn't open at least six degrees, then the gun still functions. Um, unfortunately, as you uh, keep reminding us, the the Sacramento has been completely unhelpful. Uh, in this regard, because they won't approve anything and they're not offering any opinions yet, so we just have to wait for them to arrest some folks um, before we find out. You know, don't what, be what a te- you know. We, this is our motto here: is do not be the test case. We don't want to be the <laughs> test case. I don't want that in my life. Every, you know, my AR-15s are either featureless. I'm going to try some of this uh, the fixed stuff though, or they're taken apart. Yeah. They're just you know, I, I have uh, yeah. It's it, I am not going to deal with that. I'm on the air ragging on excremento all day long. So uh, last thing I need is be on their poster, right? So I make sure I am overly compliant in all things. Um, the next thing you can do for your adjustable stock is your stock lock. That seems like a pretty good thing. It's, it looks like it's better than uh, trying to hot glue the adjustable thing, which I've seen guys do, or throw PVC in the in the sliding tube or, uh, you know, just super glue it, um, which I don't, I don't think the glues actually qualify, but uh, tell us about the stock lock. Yeah, st- stock lock is uh, is our uh, our featureless product, if you will. You know, we we started looking at the, the absolutely horrible uh, fixed stock solutions that were out there. So I, I have um, to I have to bring one up because I hate it. I think it's called the Gen Two Thorsten. Looks like a toilet trap. Big PB. Just <laughs> my goodness. Now their Gen Three is nice, uh, right? But that Gen Two, my goodness, what were they? Did they do that to us on purpose? What? What, what is that about? Your stock should not come from Home Depot. That's all I'm going to say about we, that. We we have to contort ourselves right to to satisfy them once more. The uh, yeah. So stock lock. Keep your regular movable uh, butt stock. Uh, and, and stock lock will fix the buttstock anywhere on the buffer tube. So it just clamps on and, and fixes the buttstock so that it can't move wherever you want it. So it requires un- a tool un- to, uh, to adjust it. Yeah. So you have to undo it in order to, uh, undo the bolts in order to move the stock. But it, it does mean that you're not committing to a fixed, uh, stock length. You know, so if you're if you're letting your girlfriend shoot, 
uh, your, your gun, and you know she's not doesn't have as long arms as you do. Well, shame on um, you, buy you her, buy her, her own. Shame on you guys, buy her her own gun. Yeah, buy her own gun. There you go. Hey, I apologize. Never mind. <laughs> um, and and uh, you know, so we just thought, you know, give give the the featureless crowd uh, an option as well in that regard. We we couldn't bring ourselves to designing a, a grip wrap or a fin. We just thought that those I know that's that's tough. Lovely. That is tough. Okay, let's check out the the next thing. Your first product actually came out was to help people with accuracy on a pistol and that was the thumb grip, which is kind of a unique thing. If you if you watch television and watch anybody shoot a pistol 98% of the time, they've got a really bad grip, teacup or whatever, or they cross their thumbs in the back of the gun. It just is terrible. And especially if you've learned how to shoot properly or watch some of these guys like, you know, Costa Ludus, Chris Costa or, or Anson Beck and, and, uh, over at Falcon or, or, um, you know, Jason, Mayashiro, all these guys that are just great pistol shooters, you'll see that they're all holding the gun a certain way. And it's not like what you see on TV. And so this thumb grip you've came up with is just to help initial people learn the proper grip. Where do they put their hands? Because I do this when I'm teaching my classes. It's like, nope, left left thumb forward, left thumb forward, left thumb forward. No, your other left thumb. Yeah, forward. Yeah, and uh, so this is actually something that can bolt on really easily to the... Uh, Picatinny rail on a pistol, and it throws their hands in the correct position. I think it's a great learning tool. So congratulations with that one. That's a good idea. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, th- that was uh, the very first product that uh, that Wes, uh, our inventor, came up with. His brother-in-law is a Navy SEAL, and uh, they were talking about uh, how the SEALs are trained to shoot. And and as you described, it's it's that thumb forward position. Um, and how many how many people, you know, early and and perhaps sometimes not so early in their in their shooting trajectory, uh, wind up catching their thumb on the slide? Um, you've probably never done it, but let me assure you, it it's pretty uncomfortable. And and so two things: we we sell thumb grip as an accuracy aid. It positions your hands in the correct locations. And it gives you a pressure point for your left thumb, your offhand thumb for most of us, um, to, uh, to, to take up the recoil. And, and if you talk to any of the professional shooters, they, they say more of the recoil, so they, they typically say 60-40, uh, uh, 60% of the recoil should be taken by your offhand, not your trigger hand. And, uh, and so this is a great platform um, to focus on where you should be taking the recoil. Um, we the, the stores, if, if you're buying your first gun or you you go out and shoot twice a year or something like that, um, this is a constant reminder and aid uh, to focus your hands. To put it into muscle memory. Where they should be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, so we only have about a minute here left, so I've run out of time here. But this is—I've enjoyed this. I hope everybody else has. Your double stack. This is a great idea. So, guys, we are stuck here in the People's Republic and gals stuck here in the People's Republic of Occupied California with a ten-round magazine. Well, how do we get the most out of that? What was your solution with this, Richard? Well, um, this is our newest product line. We launched uh, just uh, this week, in, in fact. And uh, it allows you to connect two magazines uh, at the end plate. So you just slip off the, the, the factory end plate, and you can attach two magazines end-to-end. 
And, and so now you've got 20 rounds in your hand. Um, it's not going to solve any of the world's problems, but it, it's a lot of fun to use. And uh, we make them for almost all the Glocks, Springfield XDs, Berettas, CZs, M&P Shields, and uh, sticking on the uh, AR topic and AR-15s, for yeah. Magpul PMAGs. Yeah. Very good. So, so now you can have two 10-rounders together. Folks, I want to thank my special guest, Richard, Cross Armory. Check them out at crossarmory.com. Uh, also, just, just walk over to Bullseye Sport and say, Vince, where's my Cross Armory stuff? Make sure that they have them. You can make your AR-15 absolutely legal and still functional. Most important. Richard, thank you for being my guest today. I hope you're having a great weekend. It's a load of fun, Philip. Thank you so much. All right, folks. We'll see you all next week. Be safe out there. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Mop and Financial Advisors. Cutting Edge Bullets. Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino. And Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.